Welcome to another episode of Ambitious. This is a podcast where I, Ammon, talk about things that matter to me and to you. Also, sometimes I talk about videography, photography, business, entrepreneurship, motherhood, some tips and tricks, and other ambitious topics. To introduce you, yeah, you're Chris... Holyfield? Hollafield. 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 Holyfield, people do say Holyfield. I'm I'm not going to kill you if you say it. (laughs) Well, thanks. Uh, At the end of the day, as long as I know it's me you're saying, that's that's all. But but the correct pronunciation is Hollafield. 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 And you are the host of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. Well, I, you know, that it's an interesting thing because I, I started it by myself and then I bring my wife on. Yeah. Sometimes I, I feel like I, I'm, I guess I'm technically just a co-host now. Okay. Because we do it together. That's so. true. Yeah. Whenever I listen to it, it's always you and your wife yeah, together. Yeah. So it's one of those things that's like, I'll, I'll say I'm the host, but technically I'm just a just co-host. Just the co-host. I'm just a co-host now. <laughs> right. It's like I've been demoted. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. I don't know if you're going to put this in. Maybe she'll listen and she'll say, oh, you demote." No, I, I'll tell you, doing the podcast. You do a podcast with your wife, Yeah, right? so that's actually how I, my first podcast was Interracial Marriage with Am and Dam. And my wife's Mexican. I'm obviously Caucasian. <laughs> so we just talked about our, our marriage and specifically like culture and that dynamic and then I was like, you know, this is pretty niche. Uh-huh. And I sort of want to talk about my life and photography and entrepreneurship and things. So I, I broke off and I started my own. And we still do that one. But this one was more, ju- so this is just me. I'm, I'm the host. I'm not a co-host. But isn't it fun to do a podcast with your wife? Like, it is fun. Honestly, fun. the best thing ever. We actually do another podcast together as well uh, called Meet the Hollifields, where oh. we just kind of share what's going on in our life and uh meet the hall of yeah it's it's a very sporadic show we're not we don't really have a schedule i think it's kind of one of those things that we don't want to just put an episode out to put an episode out uh we're not out to get like a million listeners on it it's more or less just our friends that are trying to keep up with our life but a lot of people really like it because keeping up with the holofields yeah well i started it it started it had a different name to it. it's called mom and the new dad because i got remarried a couple years ago and i was kind of thrown into this situation where all of a sudden i'm a stepdad to three older kids Mm. and then we she found out she was pregnant with my first child oh, and nice. I'm a little older to the game with having kids. So it was like all of a sudden here I am living in this bachelor pad, downtown Salt Lake city to moving into the suburbs, uh, into a house with, with kids and yeah. like I'm an Insta Insta dad. And so we <laughs> thought we would podcast that story and, and it's been fun, man. It's been fun to do. Does that. it have any kind of direction or do you guys just kind of talk about your life and the, Well, in the beginning, I think we kind of wanted to have some direction of like, okay, this episode, let's talk about, I don't know what, uh, how to, how to manage, you know, friends as you're, you know, a a brand new dad or how do you, you know, uh, tips on, you know, just kind of those tutorials of, right. of things. But then we kind of just discovered people wanted to hear, like, especially 
a first time dad, right? Like if myself, like uh-huh. people wanted to hear those things right. that I went through. Your experience. We, we actually recorded an episode at the hospital. Oh, no like way. Like literally <laughs> within 36 hours of my wife having our baby daughter, Lucy. And, to get the raw emotion, the yeah, raw experience. Man, and, cool. and, and that was like one of the <laughs> raddest things we ever did right there in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> She's laying in the bed with her <laughs> gown still on her, man. It's just recording in the hospital. That's cool, man. Um, so l- let me ask you a couple of questions about yourself. Um, so I want to get a sense of who you are. Sure, I want to get a sense sure. of who is Chris Hollifield as a person. What do you want my listeners to know about you? I want to I want to find out your story, and I also want to talk about your podcast, and and we'll get into that. But first, talk to me about about who you are. It, I mean, we can go back to where I was born and raised, what brought me to Utah, kind of what made me who I am today. So you're not from Utah? No, I, I was born and raised in Southern California, actually, okay. in Ventura. I don't know if you... I was born in Sacramento. Okay, so Northern. Yeah, Northern. It's kind of almost like a different state. Yeah. Um, so I was born and raised in Southern California, but my mom always wanted to get us out of the city, right? Even though Ventura, especially at that time, I mean, I'm, that was like 25 years ago. And she just, my mom's kind of always been one of those radical thinkers, right? She wanted to live off the grid, anti-government, like, so she finds... Are you that type of person? Not really, no. Not, I'm, You're okay with not, the grid? I'm okay with it, man. Like, I think it was just because it was the right way I was raised, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it made everything so difficult. Right. It made everything, life, in my opinion, very difficult to live. Uh, I was homeschooled my entire life. Oh, really? Never went to public school. Uh, all the way through high school? Huh? Yeah, all the way through high school. I did get my GED. But, so growing up, I watched my mom... Her main thing was how can I stay at home with with her kids because she was a single mom, mm-hmm. she, you know. I didn't have my dad wasn't in the picture, and so she was raising us, uh, my my brother and, and sister, and so she was always looking for ways to kind of uh, uh, create an income for 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 the family without yeah doing it the the traditional way. So I think a lot of that was was implemented into me and and cuz okay. I've always been that way. She sounds like an ambitious woman. She is, man. She <laughs> I mean she would probably be a great person to bring yeah. on this podcast. Head down to Ventura. She's still there? No, she's just down down the road down in Utah County. Okay. So, which is great. Uh we we butt heads a lot now just because she's super religious, uh super 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 conservative. And just lives a much different life well, than Utah I do. Utah County but is the right place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny because she's not even the dominant religion of that oh. area. So oh, you really? would you would think she would be right, right? But she has such a great relationship with my daughter Lucy that it's like you know, I'm, obviously, I'm not going to keep her away from her grandchild. Like she's not sure. that bad of a person, right? <laughs> even though we butt heads, just but, really conservative and religious. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I, mo- I moved to Utah, I'm like 15, 16 years old, and I was kind of excited about it a little bit, especially just as a, I'm, a, I'm a very adventurous person where it's like, okay. This a lot of is- opportunity for that here, for sure. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this is a new opportunity. I can meet some new friends and blah, 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 kind of reinvent myself to a degree. 
and uh, I moved to Utah County, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. This is <laughs> dude, like I don't blame the worst for, thing I hate Utah ever. <laughs> and, you live in Provo first, yeah, dude. Right, right by the right by the Provo <laughs> Temple, the MTC, right there. We actually we had a friend that had a house for rent right yeah, there. I hate Provo, man. And <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my gosh, I got to get out of Utah. Yeah. I hate this. This is what I'm telling myself. But I'm 16 years old. Obviously, I can't move away. Yeah. So eventually. I'm 18 years old. I'm I'm ready to get out, right? Like yeah. I have no plan, but you just I knew you didn't want to be I had, there. I had some friends out in Pennsylvania, of all places. Oh, that's pretty far away. Yeah, well, that was perfect because I'm like <laughs> I'm getting out of Utah, <laughs> I, far away from Utah <laughs> County as possible. I had a buddy who had a room for rent. He's uh-huh. like, hey, just come out here. You know, you don't have to sign a lease. Just you got a room. So I moved out there and uh, I get wrapped up with a girl out there pretty quickly. Just, I think a lot of that is just to kind of take care of some of that lonesomeness. Yeah. And we do the relationship thing, but then she decides she doesn't want to be with me anymore. Five and a half, six years into living out there, I'm like, well, this is kind of silly, I guess, for me to really be out here anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I needed again, a change of pace because, you know, your heart's broken. And so I came back to Utah and, but I told myself, I said, if I'm going to go to Utah, let me try living in Salt Lake city. So much different and so much better. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that's when honestly I'm 24, 25 years old at the time. Mm -hmm. And moving to Salt Lake city, and I've lived in all the different towns just outside of Salt Lake too. Yeah, all the suburbs. It, it's a much different experience for me, and and it my is. eyes are open to the uh, entrepreneur scene. The the I hate to say arts and crafts. I mean, you, you know, what do you call those? <laughs> Bro, the, you can the, say the, it. Well, the people that like you <laughs> see at the farmers markets yeah. that are you know that's actually for. I, I met you at a farmers market. Do you remember so, that? Oh, you know what? Okay, so I we came had, and shook your hand okay. at the farmers market. I, you know what? It's <laughs> funny. So that's right. We because I was like, I think I met this guy. Yeah, it was Is random. tonight. The first night that I, you know, when I to come over here for the podcast. So right, yeah. Because we, we had a booth down there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was yeah. so... I didn't know you were going to be there. I was just there to pick up some CBD oil, which yeah. I didn't find any. But yeah, then I just... I was like, dude, that's the guy... Because I have discovered you on Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, dude, that's the guy from Twitter with the I Am Salt Lake podcast. I'm like, I'm going to go say hi to him real quick. So Which I came, I'm glad you did. Yeah, I came man. and said hi, and I Super looked at your you beard did. and all your stuff you were selling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gave well, us some stickers and a shot glass. Well, very cool, man. Yeah, so we did meet. I do feel better. I'm glad you said that now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I meet so many people, and I forget, and usually I'm really good with names, really good with remembering people. Shoot, I can remember people's birthdays usually. Yeah. But lately, just meeting all the people through the podcast, whew. Is it pretty big? Is your Is your podcast pretty big now? Well, it's, yes, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know what makes a big podcast. But I don't the, know, the enga- relative to mine, I'm sure they, The engagement that I've gotten recently with listeners, and, and recently I say loosely, uh, I mean, recently, last couple of years even, because this summer will be seven years of doing it. Oh, okay. And, uh, it's a long time. Yeah, so. This is about um, two months old, this podcast. <laughs> Dude, just keep plugging away, man, like. 
the first three years of doing I Am Salt Lake, I didn't know what I was doing. I still really don't know what I'm doing. I kind of <laughs> just, well, I, I guess I do. It but, sounds like you guys do when I listen to your podcast. Yeah, I mean, we, we do, but I didn't. The first three years into doing it were I felt alone. I didn't. Because it was just you, right? Well, it, yeah, exactly. It was just me when yeah. I started it. I wasn't married to Chrissy, who I'm married to now. Right. I was in a different marriage. I go through a divorce. I'm like, well, if I keep doing this podcast, at least it will give me something to look forward to. I move into this tiny, tiny, tiny 200 square foot apartment. I mean, oh. Literally, that was the a room. It was. I mean, lit, I, people would come over to come on the podcast. I'm like, oh, that you can sit on a futon, but I sleep there too, you know, and <laughs> over here is my kitchen. And then like the bathroom was one of those pull out. You know, what do you call those pull-out doors? I mean, literally, most people, I'd have to step outside my apartment mm-hmm. just for them to use the bathroom if they were coming over. <laughs> just to make them comfortable. To do, to do the podcast. But I wanted to keep doing it because I was having so much fun. Yeah. And I was meeting new people. Again, going through this divorce. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I want to do this. Yeah. Uh, and so I just, I mean, it's, it's just about plugging away, keep trying episode after episode, perfecting your craft. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of sidetracked there a little <laughs> it's okay. bit. okay. That's what I wanted you uh, to tell me yeah, about. Dude, I could keep, <laughs> I could keep, uh, talking about crazy things that have happened with the podcast. I, you, how, how did it start? Like what started it? What made you want to do like feature local people or is that, or is that what it was from the beginning? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a really interesting thing because if you look at it where it is now to where it started completely different show i think the show's kind of gone through different transformations really the same idea to it but obviously uh kind of figuring out what it is yeah so i was in a different marriage and the girl that i was married to made uh women's clothing and oh. actually sold them at that farmer's market that you and oh, I met yeah. at. And so I would go with her to these farmer's markets and street fairs. And so I was exposed to a lot of those those type of people. And we were friends with uh, some of the guys that do a podcast here in Salt Lake City called Geek Show. I don't know if you've heard I of that. I haven't heard of that one. It's still going strong. They've been probably doing that for over 10 years. And... I wasn't really familiar with podcasts at this time. This was 2010, 2011. I guess it was still pretty new then. This is kind of a new platform, wasn't it? Like how long has podcasting podcast really been around? Started they 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 kind of coined the the podcast term, the RSS feeds back in 2004. But oh. it wasn't it was very it was it, it ne- I mean literally 2019, the year we're in right now, I would say is probably one of the biggest years that it's I've kind of seen exploding. for podcasts. People just want to force their opinions on others like I do. It's one of the most <laughs> authentic mediums of, of is, communication yeah. because it's it people can tell a lot by a person's voice like are they full of crap or are they That's why I'm so drawn to this yeah. to podcasting and and I mean, I don't know how your structure is versus mine. Mine's very casual. Like I just hit record, just start talking and just have a conversation. Dude, that's the beauty of podcasts. Yeah. And I don't want it to be like an interview. I always tell people before I start that, I just want it to be like a conversation. I just want to have a chat. Sure. And you know, with some direction and some linear uh, flow, but of course, I'm, yeah. I'm happy going down rabbit holes and tangents as long as it's authentic. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, podcasting 
is so interesting because even you and I right now, we're probably way different people, but yet a podcast is bringing us together. Exactly. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, my wife and I, we went to a, a conference in Orlando, Florida called PodFest, which is a, a big podcast conference. And it's so interesting because you have the the type of people you got a guy over here, you know, that's a cowboy. You got another guy over here in like some BDSM costume. And then you got another person over here in like a lawyer outfit. Dude, got, yeah. But they're all communicating. It's but, a variety of people. But it's all one. Podcasting is what brings them together. Yeah, it's a community. Exactly. That's awesome. So it's, it's, it's one of the the best things that I've ever done for my life. It's, it's one of the longest things I've ever done. You know, like I said, I, I, I started it over, well, it's been way over seven years. I probably took about a year to really study it before I started. I am salt Lake. Yeah. And it's, I, I wouldn't even know what to do at this point. If I didn't do it, people ask me all the time. They're like, what would you do if you weren't podcast? I don't know. Is it your full-time job? The, not necessarily the podcast directly, but the podcast has opened it up so I can teach other people how to podcast. I actually edit people's podcasts. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of things that the podcast has opened up to allow me to do to be able to stay at home with yeah. my daughter, That's stay cool, at home. Man. And so my wife, Chrissy, actually does, uh, we do a company called Podcasting is Easy, which podcasting is easy.com little plug yeah, there plug away man um but we do that together and so doing the podcast has opened that door for us because we were interviewing all these small businesses and authors and musicians and people with businesses and they were coming in and they're like well, we want to do a podcast. Yeah. So I would start spending all this time with them. Teaching them how to do it. And not not making any money. Right. And, and and to be honest with you, I'm fine with that. But also at the same time. You got to feed your daughter. You got to feed her. And so I was working like 50 hours at this. Uh, the last real job I had, I was working at this uh, local place called Contempo. I don't know if you've heard it. It's, a, it's a tile and granite slab place so oh. i mean it was a really like you were doing tile well i wasn't laying tile i was just working in a warehouse oh so i was in the sales part where i was helping people find like their granite i feel like you'd be a good salesman do people say i can sell sand in the desert <laughs> you, man? You, like, probably can. you know what i mean so <laughs> you give off that vibe <laughs> good people person it, you said to yourself you like meeting people and you're talkative yeah. and friendly so <laughs> but it, it was getting difficult to work you know 50 hours 40, 50 hours at that job and then maybe run over to somebody's house and help them find the equipment or even just how to launch a podcast. Yeah. And so I was like, well, somebody told me, You're like, you should be charging for this. I'm like, is that okay to do? I mean, of course it is. People money. <laughs> Education. And so it's just kind of turned into this business. And luckily my wife, she designs websites. Oh, she cool. designs logos. And so she she's a UX designer by trade. So she the whole user experiences on people's websites. Cool. And, My wife does all. a lot of the same thing. She's oh, a graphic designer. Very cool. Very cool. So just the two of us together, it's like it's we're just like this dynamic team. duo. It's awesome. Um but yeah, it's interesting. Again, it goes back to doing a podcast is going to open up some crazy doors for you, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I know it will for you too. And maybe it Dude, already it, has. I mean, it's opened a couple. I mean, it's still so new. So, 
but it's helped me to meet people like you. It's connected yeah. me with uh, people in California. I, I was in LA for a week interviewing people there. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really connected me with a lot of people. And so has Instagram. Like that's kind of my thing is photography, videography on Instagram. But I, I want to make sure that I am dipping my feet into all the puddles, like getting into podcasting. I, I sell merch. You know, I, I, I'm starting to get into like workshops and education, sort of like you for photography. But this authentic platform that we have, podcasting, has really helped me to meet some really incredible people. Do you just tell people, I have a podcast. Whoa, whoa. You're, you know, yeah. seriously. I do. You, I actually, there was a, a friend of mine I was chatting with the other night. He does stand-up comedy. And he was telling me that club promoters, that's all they're interested in is, what's your podcast? You know, oh, yeah. how, how big of a reach do you have in your podcast? Like, because that's how you market yourself. That's how you yeah. sell yourself. And that's why a lot of these comedians do a podcast. It isn't, I mean, yeah, you can make some money with it, but it's more, how do you, like how, Joe Rogan, Bill it, Burr, all those guys. Well, think it goes back to what you were saying. People get to know you. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Joe Rogan and Bill Burr. You can listen to their podcast and you can get to know them better mm -hmm. than just that hour long set when they come exactly. and perform in your town. Yeah. This long form content i think people really like it if they're sitting in traffic they they get to listen to somebody like joe rogan do you listen to his oh dude i love joe rogan. I, do. I, I don't get every episode well, i can't he listen puts like one a day and they're like five hours long right, <laughs> right. i will say though his one with dan bilzerian is actually really, really i didn't listen to that one that one's pretty intense who's who, who dan bilzerian i'm not familiar with he him. is just look him up on instagram okay and he has like eight like 21 million followers and he's just like a partier really he just plays poker and then just like he has a weed business where he just sells weed man i need to get into that business but <laughs> it's hard you <laughs> yeah you die <laughs> i actually tried to buy one of his vape or not a vape pen he sells like cbd sure it's uh diffusers yeah. i tried to buy one uh and ship it here and, and it said they wouldn't because regulations in utah have you well cbd is legal here in utah it is yeah you can buy it here locally but for some reason you can't ship it he couldn't ship it here i don't know why have you had much success with cbd um i have i actually have a friend who lives in seattle who owns she, she was my first episode actually on this podcast her company is called change by day mm -hmm. and she sells uh capsules and i bought some from her and i've been taking them and i'm on one right now i don't know if i if i look relaxed <laughs> Well, so, I mean, I, I bought in some of the liquid, yeah, uh, like the tinctures, the tinctures, uh, yeah. actually my brother sells it at his shop. So he's like, here, try this. And I love the idea of it, but I don't know if it's just the way I took it. You know, I, I put it under my tongue, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And I can't say I really, f I didn't feel any difference with different. the tincture. Okay. At all. So the pills are, the, are... the pill. Yeah. Because it was like a higher dose. You got to be like the more educated you are about it. Yeah. You, you have to know like what kind of a dosage you mm -hmm. need. Um, and just the way that your body metabolizes a tincture versus a pill versus a like inhalation, you know, mm -hmm. is different. So, and this is a friend of yours in another state. Yeah. In Seattle. She lives in Does Seattle. Does she ship to Utah? Or uh, again, it goes back to the laws, I guess. Huh? She shipped it to me. So yeah, yeah. I guess. She yeah. Did. Well, I mean, it's, it's legal and technically in all 50 states. I think so. I don't really uh, know how much regulation there is around it. They, I don't know a lot, but I know it has to do with the, uh, hemp bill. Yeah. Um, uh, 
passed in December or something. Yeah, like I don't that. know what kind of a difference there is with like federal regulation versus yeah. state. Yeah, I I don't know either. So Same thing with if, weed. If you're listening, look at what's legal in your state. Don't don't right. hold us accountable. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, they said I could take it, officer. Yeah, right. yeah. do do your research on your own. <laughs> well, and that's that's even you know speaking of weed, that's even interesting about watching Joe Rogan on yeah. his live videos. You know, they're sitting there smoking weed. And it's legal. It, yeah, but then in California. Uh, Elon Musk goes on there, and all of a sudden, right. everybody gives him Freaks a bunch out. of crap. And it's like, <laughs> he wasn't doing anything bad. It's right. no different than taking a shot of whiskey, really. Right. I mean, whatever you, your thoughts are. I mean, he, he, he wasn't breaking the law. So exactly. it, it's so interesting how... It's just uh, because it was Elon Musk, and he's like the Tesla guy, you know? It, it was... If, <laughs> speaking of Joe Rogan, have you listened to the Ron White episode? Uh, oh, the recent one? Yeah, it's pretty recent. No, I, I saw it, but I haven't had a chance to listen I'm, to it yet. It's interesting. Ron White was talking about laws of like how he likes to perform in Vegas because the stuff he likes to do, he's not breaking the law. But then, you know, he goes to a state like Florida and he's getting arrested because they find a little bit of weed in his plane. And so it's just like. (laughs) <laughs> what's going on here like in one place you're you're a law-abiding citizen and yeah. the next one you're like a criminal that needs to go behind i know bars. it's weird it's but, like it's because it's in a transition state yeah right now like it's some some states are accepting it and legalizing it and others aren't it's just it's just how it is exactly and i'm sure you probably didn't want to get on this tangent i don't Bro, know i love this tangent <laughs> <laughs> but uh so tell me more about your podcast like what's it evolved into now and where where like what's so, the goal of your podcast? Yeah, yeah. So where it is now, I mean, honestly, where it is right now, if you were to go listen to one of the most recent episodes, actually the most recent episode, we were talking about CBD oh. on it. There was a lady who came on it. She does. A, she has a local company here in, in Salt Lake City mm-hmm. uh, called M Soaps that her mother started, but then she took it over and started adding CBD to all of her products. Oh, so like to a topical type. Lotions and oh, yeah. bath bombs and nice. bars of soap and the whole nine yards. And so I ran into her at an event I was at, and I was like, hey, I want to bring you on just to, t- I mean, we could talk about your business, but I'd really love to just get into depth about CBD yeah. because I, I like the idea. I've seen it work for people. I haven't found a ton of success yet. You know, try some different avenues. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to the podcast, it's it's really bringing my wife onto it, which that kind of just that was a that was a test of of just my gut feeling. Like, uh, so I met her. She did stand up comedy here in Salt Lake City. Oh no, that way. was kind of how That's I knew cool. of her, and I wanted to bring her on. I am Salt Lake to interview her. This was before we got married. This is before we even started dating. Dude, your podcast got you a wife, man. It, it really did. Awesome. It got me a wife and it got me a baby. Yeah, and so cool. No, it, 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 I tell people that all the time. They're like, what's one of the best things that ever happened with I Am Salt Lake? And I met, I met my wife. Yeah. And so she was doing another podcast. So it was like, wow, this girl already knows podcasts. She. <laughs> It was so tough to date because people didn't get what I did. They're like, wait, you have to go do fake talk radio or something. (laughs) And this girl just totally got you. Yeah, so she got me. She did stand-up comedy, so she has this humorous side to her. We started dating in December, uh, and you know that's awkward because... It's the beginning of December. You just start dating. Exactly. So, well, what happened was... 
she just decides to redo the whole I Am Salt Lake website. Because oh. I did it all myself, and it just looked horrible. I like your design now. Yeah, well, she did all that. It's man. cool. Like yeah. she she comes in, she starts doing all these behind the scenes things. Well, you've even got a tattoo on your arm. It's like yeah, a, like a microphone with the, a little B. Dude, that was my That's birthday awesome. present, my last birthday present. Oh, it looks good. I like Thank it. Thank you. Uh, but so she's doing all these behind the scenes stuff, and I'm just like thinking to myself, I'm like, I think she would make a great co host. Yeah. But we weren't married. Also, I think she'd make a great wife. Well, exactly, <laughs> right? And yeah. uh, I was like, this could either be the best thing for our relationship or the worst thing. But I, I had a feeling it would be the best thing. Yeah. So she started co-hosting with me, and she was nervous because she's like, this is your baby. I don't want people to think I'm just trying Stealing to it or- steal it or, or change you or right. any of that. But. That's awesome. She was mindful of that, though. Yeah, she, dude, she is is the best thing that ever happened to me. She is an amazing woman. She she has so much drive and so much ambition. She'd be great for this show, honestly, because that <laughs> yeah. was that was why we clicked so well together. Because I'm always the type that I'm up till like midnight, being like, "Hey, I have this incredible business idea or this yeah. new." It's because you're an entrepreneur, man. Exactly, and it goes back to even the way I was raised. Back to my mom, right, just right. just always trying to find something make it work so you don't have to get that nine to five. Yeah. And I'm all about that. Yeah, dude. It's, and once you get a taste of there's no going not back. the nine to five. Yeah. It's the hardest thing you've ever done to have to go back to it. Yeah. So, I mean, you, well, you, you have a nine to five. So I don't, you, Oh, you don't. I used to, I, I worked for a uh, Lehigh fire department. Oh, do you not work there anymore? I don't. Okay. And I wasn't nine to five. I mean, well, so yeah, firefighting yeah, is not nine like, to five. Do you stay overnight? Yeah. They were 48, 48, 96. So two days on four days off, but I also wasn't full time. I was part time. Did you like that though? Like being a firefighter? Dude. Yeah. I loved it. I loved the work. It was really fun. Like the respect <laughs> that you get, you know? Uh, like getting calls and walking through Target and just like high fiving kids and your turnouts as you walk by them be- because you would be in your yeah like your you walk, uniform I right right yeah. well, I don't do you call it a uniform as a fighter um yeah your uniform yeah yeah we call them turnouts but when you're in your full turnout gear like we we would get calls to like Target you know just because there's like a HVAC unit on the roof smoking so you have to go into the into the Target and walk through and go to the back and then climb up the ladder get on the roof and kids are just like oh my gosh firefighters like high yeah. five you as you walk by you feel like a celebrity and that's cool you know like you feel it made me feel really good but it's probably a scary job man like I never really felt scared did you ever honest. go into like a burning building or a house yeah and you, you never felt scared well I mean there's a there's an element of fear but you train for it. Like we, we've, tr- we train in burning houses. So it's something that you're used to. Sure. And you're, you trust your gear and you trust your guys. So did you ever have to save a cat from a tree? <laughs> like, you know, no, you saw I like in the, in the children's, I saved a or... lizard once for <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Somebody called the fire department well, to save their lizard. No, I mean it was, it was to save their house cause their house is on fire. But then they're like, Oh, by the way, there's, we have a lizard in the basement. Like a big lizard. Like a big lizard, like one of those bearded oh, like dragons. A, okay. In a, in a big, uh, like an aquarium tank, or I don't know what you call those, just a yeah. big, like glass cage. And like, just, you know, can you just check to see if it's alive? Because the fire was in the basement and the, that's where the lizard was. And we found it and it was, it was fine. 
So did you carry it out? Or well, dude, I wasn't gonna reach my hand into that lizard tank, so I just I we just me and another guy just carried the whole tank. Out. <laughs> did it look? I mean, so it was scary looking. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. I wasn't gonna touch it, even with my glove. How on. long? Like, was it like six foot long? Or no, what? it no, wasn't. No. It was probably like three feet long. It wasn't like a super big one. Because I, really... I I know those iguanas can get pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saved a lizard. Saved a dog once. It was it was kind of crazy. The dog, it was inside the house. The house was smoking. It, like really, really bad. The house was fully engulfed in smoke. Uh-huh. We found the dog and we, you know, got it to run outside and it had inhaled so much smoke that it was like running sideways, and like stumbling, kind of falling all over the place. Oh, wow. They pulled it into the ambulance. The paramedics did and they like, you know, saved it and it was fine after that. Wow. But yeah, no cats from any trees, just a lizard and a dog. Do you miss it at all that you don't do that anymore? Um, I miss the work, yeah. I miss the asp- the work aspect and the money. It's because you know being an entrepreneur. Oh yeah, it's dude. it's not always stable. No, or, or consistent. No. So I I do miss the consistency of the work and just having a government job. It's it's very reliable. Sure. Um, but there are certain things I don't miss about it. So no, I get you, man. I get you, and I don't mean to put you on the spot with that. No, it's okay. But, uh, yeah, you can put look me at on that. The, spot. I'm, the tables are turning. All of a sudden, I'm interviewing you. <laughs> it is hard, I'll tell you, to go on a podcast, to go on somebody else's podcast. I'm so used to interviewing people, right? Mm-hmm. That I think my natural interviewer That's, I was about comes that. out. I was curious about that with this because we're both, you know, podcast hosts, and I was curious what this dynamic would be like. It's uh, it's it's different, you know. I mean, obviously, I been on other podcasts but yeah uh, you know so i kind of know that that's happening uh i was flattered when you reached out to me on facebook I'm like, really bro this guy like this big i am salt lake guy <laughs> wants to be on my humble little tiny podcast dude i'll go on I was excited really any podcast that will bring me on yeah because i mean you never i mean there's a lot of reasons man i mean first of all i get a better chance to meet you I can, you know, I have another thing I can share with my audience to get to know me better. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I mean, what if you turn into the next Joe Rogan, man? Like all of a sudden, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have one of the episodes. Dude, I was on his podcast the very beginning of his road, right? Could you yeah. imagine the people that like said no to Joe Rogan in the beginning? Yeah, They're probably punching themselves. That's man. true. Like, and and that's a good way for. I mean, your podcast features local mm-hmm. talent, local personality, and so I, I guess I, I see that. You know, you're trying to meet locals and. Yeah. And you you actually featured my like I sponsored your podcast. Yeah, man, once. which is which was great. Man. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Man, you, you have like the best I just want to tell you, you have a good like radio voice. That's what people say. <laughs> and here you probably cuz you haven't said anything yet, but people started saying how I sound like Tom Hanks, and I never realized it oh. until people and I don't hear it all the time. Sometimes I hear it, I'm like, okay, I get it. Oh yeah, now that you're saying and, that. And uh, <laughs> so it's like Woody from Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> so people are always like, You should do Tom Hanks voiceovers or something. Can you just say there's a snake in my boot real quick? <laughs> there's a snake in my boot? <laughs> from Toy Story. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, and I don't even know if I've ever watched Toy Story all the what? way through. Oh uh, man. But, Toy Story Four is coming out soon. You gotta catch up. <laughs> I blame the voice on all the years of telemarketing jobs because oh. I, I did so many years of telemarketing jobs here in Utah. Um, has it always because been? that's big in Utah? I think it might have only been here in Utah. Now it's that I big, think about it, teleperformance yeah. and all that. And well, they were always jobs that paid better. 
especially yeah. at like 16, 17, 18 years old, right? Like, cause typically my friends at, you know, 16, 17, were getting jobs at like Taco Bell. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I want to make more than, like, you know, bro, this five bucks an hour. 15 an hour. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, yeah. and you can sit and you don't go home smelling like food. And I love talking to people. It's right? perfect for you. So it was perfect. And like in the beginning days, the, the coaches and, or the managers, whatever they were, team leads, would try to tell you how to talk. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I swear Read that's their script. I, I, yeah. I swear that's kind of how that, the, that where your voice happened. came from. I don't know. Maybe but. it's, it's just smooth. And like when I was listening to you read my ad yeah. in your episode, I'm like, dude, that's perfect. Thank like, you. So satisfied with that. It sounded really good. You made me sound like way more professional than I, but you know, <laughs> thought okay, that I was, but you know, what's cool about that, man, is that that ads there forever. Yeah. It's still there. I know it's still there. You know, people I have, uh, in the beginning days, uh, podcast, people are still telling me they're like every so often I get somebody, you know, that like somebody I interviewed, you know, yeah. uh, a listener will reach out to him or something. And they're like, I did that interview six years ago. <laughs> so, so people are still going through the backlog. Oh yeah, dude. I get emails of people saying, Oh, I took a road trip to California. I just listened to 13 of your episodes on the way down there <laughs> back to back. And that's how a lot of people will do it. Especially kind people that find it now they'll binge through the back catalog. Cause we have like 370 something episodes. That was my next question. Yeah. And so there's a lot of content up there. Yeah. And I haven't, I don't think, I don't think I've removed any of them. I'm maybe one or two. I can't remember why there might be one or anyway, but so they're all up there and people will listen to them, man. People yeah. go through that back catalog. I still it's dis- a library, dude. I discover new podcasts that have hundreds of episodes and I'll just binge through those, yeah. those uh, episodes. Yeah. If it's your, if it's the type of, of, uh, podcast that you podcast like. yeah. that you're interested in if it's got the material you like then you know why not but yeah so people email me about that or people from out of out of the country i oh. get emails from people like ireland and poland oh cool and, and whatnot and they're moving here or, yeah. or just well probably more traveling here uh, i got a guy i'm chatting with right now from poland that's coming oh. here this summer to right salt on. lake city and he's using the podcast as a resource guide yeah and he wants me to give him the tour and uh you're like he, start with episode number 27 exactly <laughs> exactly good, good stuff on that episode Th- there's a part of me that i wish we had a more of a tour city than we do i mean we do have tourism here but like i would become a tour guide or something like i, I was gonna that say would be so fun man like like put that on the website or something and, and be like hire me for the chris hollifield tour Dude, experience. you should that'd actually be a really good idea well, because think about the cities that you go to. You don't want to see all the stuff that regular tourists. See. I want to see the stuff that locals do. Yeah, man. You so could I could do show it. people like the cool places to eat, the cool bars, the cool parks. Yeah, uh, you know where where the cool graffiti is, or the murals, or yeah. or street art. Yeah, man. I should probably. Do you just get like, I mean, I'm curious about how you get guests for your, for your podcast. Like, do you just meet people at clubs, at bars? I mean, on Facebook, Twitter, like you did me. Yeah. You know, there's really not a lot of rhyme or reason to it. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest Word with you. Word of mouth. It, well, there's some recommendations there. And obviously now that I've been doing it as long as I have, 
I have a lot of tabs on people, right? Like I'll hear about this person doing something over here or this person doing something over here. I'm not always really good with, uh, knowing when, when like, say for example, uh, FitCon is coming to Salt Lake city here in a couple of weeks. Right. And that wasn't on my radar. And I'm like, oh man, I should have interviewed the the organizer of that. Right. But it's kind of late now because I'm typically a few weeks out on my episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, so a lot of times it's recommendations. It's, if it's somebody that I want to talk to or the type of person that I want to talk to, right? Like we just interviewed an Instagram influencer, right? Oh, cool. And I was like, I want to learn Instagram better. So let's bring her on the podcast, right? (laughs) Just like your own curiosity. Yeah. And so, um, or just people that the wife and I want to chat with, like, I don't know if you listen to cold podcast, cold podcast, the, the it's a newer podcast about, uh, the uh, Susan Powell, uh, KSL it. did it anyway. Uh, we were, we're going to be interviewing the host of that show here in, oh, cool. in the next couple of weeks because my wife loves that podcast. Nice. That's cool. And so it's, it's situations like that, but then there's also a lot of, uh, depending if our schedules can line up too. Oh yeah. And I'll, I'll email people. I have like a calendar link that people can just go to. It makes it a lot easier than going back and forth. So I'll just email them this calendar link and with your open slots. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and a lot of people don't, they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I would love to come on the podcast. Then I send them the calendar link and then I just never, never hear. Yeah. People just want and so it's, <laughs> you it, to do it for them. Well, I'll even tell them, I say, Hey, this avoids a lot of back and forth, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, uh, I try to be kind of mindful in the type of people I bring on because like there was a time in the beginning, I would just bring a lot of comedians on okay. just because I, they're fun to talk to. They make me <laughs> laugh. Right. Yeah. And you've done a podcast. You know how it is. Some people just, don't talk. Yeah. And so I, I've gotten pretty lucky actually. Have Most you? people, yeah, they, they're pretty good. I mean, there's a couple of duds, but, <laughs> but once this microphone gets in somebody's face, they're also a different person too. Yeah, that's true. To be like, Whoa, I don't want to talk. And so <laughs> that's true. My uh, voice sounds weird in my I tr- ears. I try to kind of split it up a little bit, like maybe have this style of person and then the next week have this style of person and yeah. then next week. But that's even hard too, because I hate to, uh, it, it can be limiting, dude. It could be limiting, man. And honestly, yeah. I just have this huge list. I mean, honest, I would love to talk with everybody if I could. Yeah. And it, you're probably big enough now where you have to start being a little bit more picky. Oh, dude. I probably get about a hundred emails a week of, uh, of people, requests, 100, to a- 150 people that email me every week wow. wanting to come on the podcast. Wow. And you would be surprised. That's like some, crazy. I get some of these emails and I'm like, this is how you're going to sell yourself. Yeah. Like you have one shot to try to get on this podcast and you're not going to talk yourself up a little bit more than right, that, right. you know? And so it's, <laughs> it's interesting or just the type of people that reach out. I'm just like, well, no, that, that. are people just wanting to plug their stuff on your Th- platform? That's, that's really what it is. Yeah. And, and, and that's it's a chance it, to advertise. That's a tough thing to do on a podcast. I mean, I'm sure you're going to even run into this where it's like, how do you, turn the podcast into something interesting instead of just an infomercial. Yeah. Right. Like some actual content that people want to consume. Exactly. Cause I'm not just full of ads. I have a, I have a, I'm fine with plugging stuff, man. I mean, that's, yeah. that's 
fine because you want your listeners to connect with the people that come on your show. But at the same time, you don't want it to just be like you're listening people are, to are going to listen to exactly ads for exactly. two hours. So, <laughs> That's funny, man. I don't even know what the original, I know we just kind of went on. Hopefully I kind of answered your original oh, yeah, question. Yeah, you did. And it's funny because I mean, people have started to ask me if they can come on my podcast. Um, and, and my question, cause you know, this is ambitious and sure. so I, I want people to have some kind of a story to tell some kind of an ambition, something they're working on. And so I, I'm like, I feel bad like rejecting people because I'm like, sorry, you're just not ambitious enough. You know, usually <laughs> you don't I have any goals. I so. tell people, I say, hey, you know, let me look over what you got. And if you're a good fit for my audience, I'll, I'll yeah. be back in touch. Or, I mean, there's there's ways you can probably be nice about it, I guess. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're mean, but. Yeah, I haven't turned anybody down yet, though. Well, I haven't, haven't. I mean, I'm still, it's still so new. I need the content. And I'm trying to, I post about once a week. But I'm trying to put more than that. I've been doing two a week. See, when, when I started I Am Salt Lake, I was doing two a week. So I was bringing anybody like, oh, you make bars of soap, I'll bring you on. Oh, you're a comedian, I'll bring you on. You're a musician, I'll bring you on. I didn't even know who they were, right? Because I was just trying. I, I needed to do two a week because I thought that was the only way to grow my show. What do you now? We just do one a week. One a week. One a week, which I, you it know. seems pretty good. Well... But you're a Rogan man. He's I'm, doing like no, well, three I, week. I'm tossing the idea around to do like one a daily show. I kid you not. Oh. I have some some crazy you ideas. Probably have enough content, like enough people on the oh, backlog, dude. I got, dude. I got people. I got people, and then I mean, even bringing people back through that I chatted with six years ago. See what they're up to. Yeah, yeah. man. Like I, I just think it's the type of show where people. It's hard to put it into words and my mind's blank all of a sudden, but I really think it could do great as a, like a video daily show. Do you do video? Do you we, record the video? We don't yet. And I, don't and I kick myself for this because I'm not a video guy. I, yeah. I started podcasting because I'm like, this is easy. Audio is easy. Uh, people, I, I just thought audio was the future because people can listen to audio wherever while right? they drive. Yeah. Yeah. You can't watch a YouTube video while you're driving. Well, I mean, I guess you could, and now I know what you're doing over here, buddy, when you're, no, but everybody wants video. People yeah. are emailing me. They're like, oh, I wish you would do video. I want to see facial expressions. Yeah, I want to yeah. see what they look like. I just haven't done it. You should, man. Well, you want to, I mean, honestly, the biggest thing that's holding me back is that I don't want to waste a lot of money on unneeded video equipment. You could hire me. I'll come. Do, and do you know video pretty good? Yeah, I mean, I'm, video I'm serious. I would. I I would love to be like, okay, let's put a camera here and a camera here. Yeah, just get two angles, and get a close up and wide. What are you like OBS or something? Have you ever used that OBS software? It's like no. open. I don't know much about it. I've seen that's the problem. I don't know much about video. Yeah, I don't. I don't know everything, but I I'm a videographer. I do a lot of, you know, I do wedding stuff. I do corporate videos for companies around in Salt Lake. I do. Okay. For my my friend in Seattle, the CBD girl, I did a video for her for her company. Well, you're her set website. up, man. No wonder you're busy. Right? Yeah. You know, or or trying to get busy, I guess. I don't yeah. Know try, I'm exploring a lot of different avenues. That's but, for sure. Dude, weddings, especially here in Utah, dude, you're probably it's so saturated. Though it's it's actually hard. Is it? Yeah, because it's so saturated. And people have a friend of a friend, or everybody who's getting married knows somebody who's a photographer. So they're like, hey, can you just do our wedding for free or for really cheap? And so me, somebody who's charging like three grand for a wedding, nobody wants to pay that. 
what do you think of these people that it'd be good exposure for you? Dude, don't even get me started. It's like, it's like well, my landlord doesn't take exposure checks, right? <laughs> like, oh my I God. I get that all the time. All the time. Like, what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do work. Like I have an audience. I have an exposure already. I don't need, and, and, and I need money to pay for food to buy myself you know, rent. You know, I, I don't even get me started. No, I, it, I could go. You on. know, well, the sad thing is, is I'm probably guilty of doing that at some point in my life. Sure. Well, I mean, at the beginning, because maybe. you think I, I you know, I want to give people benefit of the doubt of that. Like they probably really think they're doing a service. They probably genuinely feel like, oh, this is going to get their name in front of more people. And it's yeah. like, well, it's it depends. Not, yeah. So it's, it is a, it's a tough thing to know not to ask it, but it, it's it still depends. very insulting. It, it can be, you know, because it makes you feel like you're not being valued for your, your art sure, and your work. Sure, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, it depends on, it's, it's assuming that, okay, I want your work and I'm assuming you want to be exposed to who I'm exposing you to. So it's, it's a lot of assumption and sometimes that's not really fair without really knowing the person. So, you know, I mean, it can be a good trade. It it can be very beneficial for sure, but to go in and just offer that and only that with the assumption that that's all they deserve as a creator. I just think that's not very fair. 100% agree with you. (laughs) 100%. But, you know, people do it to me all the time and I just, I turn a lot of people down and I don't really get too offended because I know that they're just trying to, you know, they're just trying to start their business. They, it's a, it's a startup. They might not have a lot of money and it's just a way to, to do a sort of a give and take thing without being too expensive. So I get it. I'm not like holding anything against them, but life goes on. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, that's passionate about that. That's all right. That's all right. So tell me more about um, your ambition for your podcast. Like you said, you want to maybe get into video with it. You said you wanted to do, you could possibly see yourself doing some tour guiding. Well, I always envisioned it to be like this staple of Salt Lake City. I always imagine like, like when I started it. Now, granted, I don't know if it will ever get there but i feel like it is when when i started it i imagined even having like this office building downtown <laughs> yeah. having employees maybe even doing a a, a magazine mm-hmm. uh, offshoot of it um just just to have all these components of offering to the community right like the whole idea really of the show in my opinion is to show people that there is not your like a lot of people outside of Utah have this idea in their head of what Utah and what Salt Lake City is. And I want to show through the podcast that we have just regular people here, just like you do in California and New York and yeah. Florida. Yeah. And so I always kind of wanted it to be this hub of people, you know, being able to find out about that, finding out about events and finding yeah. out about, you know, who the cool tattoo artists are, uh-huh. or who the cool barbers are, right. or who the cool artists are musicians and it's been hard i think the hardest thing as an entrepreneur and as a business owner yeah was when my wife came along and started doing some of this stuff because i was so used to doing everything myself mm-hmm. i have a hard time delegating i have a hard time Uh-oh. letting somebody else do it and it isn't that i don't want them to do it i just 
it creates this strange anxiety. You like that creative control. Well, cause I, cause I know how it'll turn out yeah. and I feel like it has my name on it, right? right? Like this is, this is my podcast. That's an entrepreneurial mindset for sure. That's an entrepreneurial <laughs> I'm, tr- thing. I'm trying to get rid of it though. Do you have tips on how to get rid of that? No. Except just delegate. <laughs> yeah. And so I, you know, you got to find the right person to, that you trust who can do that for you. You know, my wife, I, yeah. I trust her a hundred percent. When you met her, I, well, I didn't at first. I didn't. I, I, I would get nervous and she'll agree with that. And she probably still says I do, but I, I, I honestly don't. I trust her a hundred percent. She, it, I look at it, obviously it's as much her show as my show. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of fun together. I know she's afraid because she, she doesn't want, she still thinks it's my baby. <laughs> And it's hard. I it, yeah. it, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, she does a great job. I've listened to a lot of your episodes. Thank and you. She does a really great job. You both do. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't feel like one of you is more dominant than the other. I, um, I, I could probably get a little more talky than she does. Uh, she brings she brings a little bit of the light hardened light heartedness uh, to it to the conversations. It's nice to have somebody else there. So when I'm monitoring all the dials and the gizmos and just making sure everything is fine and it's nice to have that other person there. Yeah. Um, To carry the conversation when you get a little sidetracked or something. And and I tend, like if you go back to the episodes that I did, I, I made a lot of people cry. Really? I don't know if I, I got, I would get deep and I would get oh, like dude, it's people, the authentic nature. Of yeah, it. man. People that. would just start like being like <laughs> bawling and I'm just like, oh, I felt bad because then I, I'm like, Oh, do they want this out to the public? You know, <laughs> I'm so relaxed. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's been fun, man. And, oh, and then back to the, with the podcast, we're actually in the process, uh, tinkering away. Uh, my wife's designing us an app. So oh, we kind yeah. of have some ideas awesome. with the app of even having a map on the app so people can find like the restaurants that we've interviewed. So especially if you're a newcomer to the city, you can download the app. All the episodes will be on there. Uh, you know, Find out who's in the area that we've chatted with so you can be like, oh, I remember when he interviewed the owner of Lucky 13. Here's Lucky 13. I can go in yeah. there for a burger. And then we have some other ideas to kind of add um, some special content just for the app maybe that's a really good idea a lot more people are in the app store Mm -hmm. than in itunes right so you figure they're going to maybe discover the app searching for salt lake city download the app they might not even know what a podcast is it's just a good way to get your name out there in multiple platforms for like for video you know it's a good it's another way for people to consume your content audio video an app Another way to monetize it, man. Exactly. Make money that way. <laughs> <laughs> I need I, I need to. I need to. I'm not, again, I'm not a video guy. I'm not typically, I don't even really watch a whole lot on YouTube, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I should start doing more vlogging or something. But That would be cool. Have you thought about doing that? <laughs> it's weird to me, man. Just to, I, I'm not good with just talking to my phone. But you've got like a good personality for it. You could, I mean, just sling a camera in front of your face and just like start talking to it. Pretend to just have your wife film you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, 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 and it is one of the things I uh, need to start doing. You've, you've. Inst- install the challenge onto me. Maybe April 1st, right? I've do installed the, some ambition in your it, brain. Do, boom, right there. <laughs> do like a 30-day challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch your podcast or your uh, your vlog, man. 
even if you just start with like Instagram TV, just yeah. like do IGTV just with your phone. Um, it can be just something simple where you start in that avenue and then you graduate into vlogging on YouTube and discover that platform and that avenue then i'm making six figures and and living in a in a nice house up in draper or something bro yeah you're you're the next joe rogan you're interviewing people like ron white and dan bilzerian (laughs) that's the that's the dream right that's the dream it is interesting how many people get into podcasting and and they think that all of a sudden they're going to be making millions of dollars they're going to get they're going to get some sponsors and they're going to make a million dollars and Honestly, I don't even think sponsorships is the way to 100% retire with podcasting. You need a product. You need to be able to have that product like you do with your photography and video where you have this platform. And I I, I think we kind of already have talked about this a little bit earlier where this is, you know, people can get to know you, get to know your voice and and they they start to trust you and start to build that relationship with you. Right. And I think that's how you create a successful podcast. That's something I haven't really put much thought into. I haven't really considered that too much. And I like that perspective that you're bringing. Like, people can get to know you on a personal level so that when they do hire you or do purchase your product or come to your education classes to yeah. learn how to podcast, they feel like they already know you and it's a, it's a smooth transition. They feel like they, they know what they're getting into. They know what type of person you are. They trust you and they're willing to pay that premium price that you're asking for. Cause they're like, Oh, I've been listening to Hammond's podcast yeah. for the last year and a half. Right. He's a great guy. I would well, love him to shoot my wedding. Dude, honestly, that's how I, I've gotten people like I I'll, I'll post on Facebook. I'll be like, Hey, does is anybody friends with, with this type of person? Yeah. And then they'll connect me and they, they'll even say that in, in like a text message or a Facebook connection. And they'll say, you know, Chris is a great, honest guy or, you know, something to that degree yeah. where, because and and they've never even met me, but they <laughs> they feel that from right. the podcast, yeah. And it's it's amazing how that happens. I mean, think about think about the podcasters that you listen. I'm sure you listen to at least one or two podcasts regularly. Mm-hmm. You yeah. s- you start to feel like you know about that person. You know about their quirks, about the stuff you don't like about their voice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you start. I I you start to complain like, ah, why does that person like? have this little tick or something where they like they're breathing into the microphone too much or why yeah. is he why does he smack his his tongue when he talks like that you know <laughs> you start to really like learn the person exactly that's that's interesting that's a really good point it's, well, it's, it's, <laughs> i love it yeah. I, I love the authenticity of this it's 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 pretty amazing i like that perspective that you're bringing well thank you i, I dude i'm having this is a I could see this podcast. This is a great show, man. Thanks, It's a man. really great show. And, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean. Casual conversations are a rare thing these days. Yeah. So many people are just constantly looking at their phones, constantly watching TV, constantly watching vloggers on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> and they sometimes forget just to talk to face somebody, to face man. Communication, yeah. yeah. I mean, the goal of this podcast is like, I don't want to necessarily talk about other people or events. I want to talk about ideas. That's what I, that's what I appreciate so much about you. And, and it's just this conversation in general is just that we're like discovering new ideas. I can see you getting excited about some of the stuff we've talked about. Like, Oh my gosh, yeah. Like a vlog would be cool or an Instagram TV episode would be cool or getting some video, you know, a video 
platform to go along with the podcast could be cool. Like the exactly. wheels start turning and for me too, you know, that's what I love about this. Well, I'm going to give a couple pieces of advice really quick for people that are listening that might want to start a podcast. You talk about your brains ticking and, and yeah. whatnot. I think one of the biggest reasons that I've created a successful podcast is because I've thought outside the box of how to find even our audience, right? I don't know if you're in any podcast Facebook groups on... Just yours. Okay. The, uh, so I Am Salt Lake Community, uh-huh. right? Well, that's that's not really a podcast group. There's there's like some hardcore podcast groups, oh, the, which, no, I... which you should go join. They're a lot of fun and, and you can get a lot of great information. But one of the biggest things I see people do is they come in there and they're just like, how do I grow my podcast audience? Or how did you grow your podcast audience? And then somebody will share that information and it's like, Mm, that really doesn't do you any good because your audience is different. Your podcast is different, right? And so one of the biggest things that I did with I Am Salt Lake, and I still do this, is I think outside the box on how to find my... We had a billboard, man, on the side of I-15. I've seen it. Did you see it? Yeah, it's a handsome billboard, man. And, and, And honestly, we got approached by that digital billboard company we just did, you know, some trade with them, you know, like, Hey, talk about us on the podcast and we'll, we'll do that. There you go. Yeah. I was like, perfect. I was like, wow. Okay. This is great kind of exposure that you want. Exactly. So I'm thinking outside (laughs) the box because I'm like, because at first I'm like a billboard, right? Like really? Like, (laughs) I don't know. Right. I mean, well, exactly. Right. (laughs) The I 15, but it was like, okay, this is a, this is a, a, something I, I can try. Yeah. You know, there's no risk on my end, mm-hmm. and and it was pretty good. It was pretty. It worked I mean, out for you. Yeah, we we created a, a separate URL for it so I could track the hits. Oh, smart! And it, 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 it popped in my head because I'm like thinking to myself, well, how can I know how many people are coming to the website from this billboard, right? Right. You know, because if they just go to IamSaltLake.com, I'm not going to know. Yeah. So uh, we just came up with, a, I think it was like PodcastSaltLake.com or PodcastSaltLakeCity.com. Oh, okay. That would just for, so we were able to track it. Smart. Right? And, a good idea. And I just came out with these little little window stickers, right? You know how you go into businesses and you're like, you know, proud member of Yelp or something? Yeah, yeah. So I came up with these little window stickers that says, as heard on I Am Salt Lake for, for businesses to put on their windows. That's smart. And, and I, literally, I, I literally just got these the other day. I threw them up on Facebook and all these businesses that have been on I Am Salt Lake, they're like, I want one, I want one. And I'm like, that's free advertising. Yeah. But it's in a different place than where you would think. That's awesome. And that, so it's, it's good it's, outside the box yeah, thinking. Yeah, man. It's those moments that you wouldn't think can this grow your audience or can this grow your business? Yeah. Can this, even, even if you don't do a podcast, this can be applied to anything. Exactly. Try to think a little bit outside. Like where can I find my next client? Where can I find my next customer? Mm -hmm. Instead of don't follow what, Joe or, or Bill over here is doing right because just because that was working for them or at least it yeah. looks like it's working for them you don't know what's going on I have really. a hard time with that like I, I I seem to just like okay this this is working for this guy maybe I'll just do that and I and I sometimes just try to emulate what they're doing and I get tunnel vision I like that you're able to kind of step back even though you're in it uh-huh. you're able to step back and think outside the box like I'll try a billboard I'll try a window sticker it, 
and I'm not perfect at it. I, I still try to emulate some things, or, sure. or I'll get an idea from another podcast or another social media person. I'll right. get ideas from that, but still, open-minded. still try to think a little bit differently. Yeah. Try to think a, a little bit differently, even even how to find podcasts. Like you and I, we already know how to find podcasts, right? Yeah. We have an app on our phone. We have this and that. But it's think of all the people that still have never heard of a podcast. Right. How are we going to get our content in front of them? Right. And I haven't found the perfect way for that. Well, I yet. mean, that's that's what these other avenues are for. Getting an YouTube, app. YouTube, I guess. Starting to, YouTube, yeah. Getting other, an other app. Things. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I guess getting the app really is, is one of the, the best things. Yeah. I was always hoping like one of the local radio stations would pick it up or something. You haven't, been, you haven't been featured by a local radio station? Well, the actual show itself. Oh. Right. How oh. cool would that be? Just that would be amazing. That, like if they just had one of my episodes playing every Saturday night at 8 o'clock or <laughs> something like so that. That would be so awesome. I ha- I've been approached kind of in roundabout ways for something like that, uh, but then nothing ever happened. Oh. Like they would email me and then I get excited, email back and then I just don't hear anything. And so, well, you know, sometimes certain avenues just aren't meant to be, Yeah, you know, and it seems like you're pretty busy with what you have got going on. I'm busy. Plus, I mean, back to even the radio thing, I, I don't censor people that come on the show and keeps it authentic. Yeah. And so I, maybe that scared radio stations. I mean, yeah. Oh, I can't have swear words on it. Yeah. I mean, if you have an explicit podcast, it's got the E next to it. The explicit. Yeah, for sure. And I know that that keeps you out of certain countries, they say, right? Like India and places like that. But I'm like, well, I'm not, that's not really my audience is India. There's a lot of people in India, though. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right, I guess. I mean, I do get listeners all over the world. Yeah, Poland uh, and Ireland. Poland and Ireland. (laughs) And New Zealand. We have some really strong listeners in New Zealand. Uh, I just interviewed these two sisters from Canada and they started, they pushed it on their Facebook. Like, Hey, listen to our podcast with Ammon. And I gained like, like 10% of my audience is from Canada now. Well, just wait until I push this guy out. (laughs) Hopefully I get you some listeners. I hope so. I'm always, you know, I'm always like, like nervous because I'm like, why? Well, because I'm like, I want to get, get people to listen to it. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you never know, right? You never know. Are, are people going to listen? Here's actually yeah. an interesting thing on that. I know this is kind of another little interesting thing, and, and keep this in mind when you're interviewing people. I was listening on another podcast, and they were talking about, uh, it's actually, believe it or not, it's 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 uh, like a local Florida, Florida Podcasters Network or something podcast. Okay. And they were talking about how they were talking with some of the other podcasters in the area, and these podcasters were like, oh, this these big names won't come on my show, so I can't grow my show. And something this guy, one guy said made complete sense. He's like, I've grown my show from interviewing regular people because those regular people share the episode. Yeah. Their audience wants to hear them on the podcast. Like my friends are going to be like, oh, I got to listen to Chris, right? Because believe it or not, I haven't done a ton of other gone on other people's podcasts is something i'm trying to change okay uh but think of if you interviewed a big celebrity right even if they were to share it kim kardashian say yeah you interview her and she shares it 
people aren't probably going to listen because they're like, I've already heard a million That's interviews true, with her. That's true. So why would they listen to another one? This reminds me of like a person like Tim Ferriss. I feel like he, do you know who that is? Oh yeah, man. I love his podcast. Yeah. He's got a really, really popular podcast. But he podcast. interviews kind of obscure people. He does. He, yeah. he sometimes brings well-known people on. Yeah, for sure. Because he's big enough where he can. Exactly. And people, he has an established audience and he has, people understand. But yeah, yeah he, he interviews kind of obscure people. And that's sort of what happened with me and, and these Canadian girls. Not that they're, not to call them obscure, but just, you know, they're, they're a new demographic for me. And I gained 10% of my new audience was from Canada now. Exactly. So shout out to Canada. <laughs> all, all our Canadian, hey Canadians, if you want to come to Salt Lake, if you want to learn about Salt Lake, listen to my show. Yeah, no. I am Salt Lake. But when he said that, it made complete sense to me. For sure. I'm like, wow. But then I'm like, well, point. if I had an opportunity to interview somebody famous, like there's a couple of Salt Lake City people, like Tan France. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He does the, the the Queer Eye or, or, oh, or yeah, on, yeah. on Netflix, and he lives in Salt Lake. Oh, no way. And then, My wife loves that show. Yeah. He, I do too. It's yeah. a good show. And so I'm like, oh, he would be cool to bring on the on the podcast. And then there's... Uh, What's that guy's the the dad from Modern Family? I, I was just thinking uh, he he owns the bars downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and actually, I, I know some of the people just like to lay low. Have you interviewed him? No, no. But I'd love to yeah. just because Bar you know, X. He owns Bar X. Yeah, Bar X and the beer bar. Oh yeah. And I'd love to just because it he is famous. Yeah. And and it kind of you know disregards <laughs> what I just said, right. but I think it's just for my own. Say just to talk that, to somebody that I like said that. that I did. I think that uh, Post Malone, Post Malone lives in. in I, I've heard holiday that. I've heard that too. I've heard that too. And <laughs> he's probably got a house in Park City. But I, I don't. I'd have to research. I don't even really know. He's a musician, a rapper. Yeah, or something. he's a rapper. He, he, yeah, he with a bunch of horrible face tattoos. <laughs> sorry if you're listening, Post. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Post. Your face tattoos are awesome. Man. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be. You cool. want to come on this podcast? You could have him come and rap on one of your episodes, but. Good Salt Lake talent. There's a few Salt Lake City celebrities that I still have on the list. Yeah, that uh, I just honestly I probably haven't even reached out to. I, maybe I have. I don't, at some point over seven years, you forget who you've emailed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over three hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty incredible. Exactly three hundred and seventy. I want to say five, four, something. Are there. you going to have any kind of like party or celebration when you hit like four or five hundred? I should. Yeah. Every time I hit it, like a milestone like that, I'm like, I should have a party. And, and every year, episode party. every anniversary, I'm like, I need to have a party. <laughs> <laughs> this year, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll actually, you yeah. know, call it like a family reunion. You right? could like sponsor some of the people or have some of the people sponsor. Like who's the one, the vodka? Five Wise Vodka, yeah, man. They're, 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 they're a big sponsor of I Am Salt Lake. This yeah. is their second year sponsoring the show. Yeah. And I would, I've always thought it'd be cool to have like a private event and have them cater it all. Yeah, for sure. Do that for your 400th episode. There you go. That'd be fun. Dude, I got that figured out. I'll be in attendance. I'm going to be a vlogger. (laughs) I'm going to get five wives vodka to to sponsor. (laughs) You got to start writing these things down. Oh, they're up here. Priorities. No, I'm a, I'm a, I write, I write things down. I'm a big Evernote guy. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I just use the notes app on the iPhone. Yeah. But if you forget, I mean, it's recorded on this episode. You just come back and listen. Dude, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. Good. I will too. Do you ever listen to your own content? Like, do you go back and listen? Oh, of course. All the time. I, I w- I've always wanted to ask another podcaster that. Like, if they go back and listen. Well, obviously, I mean, I'm listening to it when I'm putting it together. Yeah. But then every every night, 
I upload it Sunday evening Mm -hmm. and I usually listen back to the entire episode either that evening or the next morning at the gym. Oh, okay. And so that way, work out 24 hour fitness. Oh. And that was kind of a new thing of mine too. I know I, it's not like I'm this huge bulk dead guy. I've, I've lost like 60 pounds really in the last little over a year. I started the keto diet and I started hitting the gym. Oh, nice. And uh, I don't know if you're very familiar with the keto diet, but... I uh, mean, I, a lot of the firemen did it. Yeah. They were losing a ton of weight on yeah. it. Yeah. And, and honestly, a lot of it is the gym. I, I pretty much go every day. Oh, yeah. And I do it's like an hour of cardio, and then I just started implementing uh, weights into it last winter. And I wanted to just lose the weight first, and then... Were you pretty heavy before? Yeah. I had this big belly. This oh. huge belly. Probably from, from all that Fives Wives vodka. Well, it was a lot of beer. I used to drink a lot of beer. Oh. And then a lot of it, too, is is I think it happened when my wife was pregnant and, oh. and all of that, right? They say sim- the sympathy weight, weight oh, yeah. father weight. Plus, I was living, uh, I ate a lot of sugary cereals. Same. And, and it, was just, it was just horrible. And so one morning, I'm trying to tie my shoe, and I'm just running out of breath. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. Toes. I'm about to have a baby or maybe the baby was born. I can't remember exactly. And I was like, I'm a little bit older for being a father. I want to be able to chase this kid around in the you park. You don't look very old. 41 years old, man. 41? 41. I would have pegged you like 35. Thank you. I, well, I just turned 30 the other day. I think it's because I didn't have kids at a young age. I think oh. that's what gets people. Yeah. Um, Even with the beard, you still look pretty. <laughs> Thank that's you. A, that's a gnarly beard, man. I love it. It's it's Well, you know, I've been growing it for a long time, but then when the baby was born, I cut it really short because uh-huh. I thought she would grab at it, and Uh-oh. she never did. She still she still doesn't. So, so that's why I just like grew it. I've never had it like really long. And that is this the longest you've had it? Probably. How how long is that? I I don't. It's seven chin, inches. Chin, is that about seven inches? I don't know. It looks. I can't tell how where it, your chin the, starts. The chin's up here. So see that how? Yeah, yeah, oh, pushing yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, you got like probably about six inches on that. <laughs> it's cool. I like it. Have you ever grown a beard, dude? Well, we weren't allowed to in the fire department because your mask won't seal to your face if you have any facial okay. hair. Um, but now that I don't, I I've tried a couple times, but I just feel like I I look kind of pervy. And I I can't really get it full like yours. Dude, I would never be able to grow something that full, dude. I so I sh- I've of... shaved my beard and people don't recognize. Actually, a really quick funny story. I was taking some evening classes years ago at the Salt Lake Community College, uh-huh. and I had a beard when I started, and then about halfway well maybe, I don't know halfway through the semester I shaved it off. Yeah, and yeah, when you pulled it back, I didn't. It, you look a lot different. Well, so I shave it off, and my teacher didn't realize that that was still me so a few weeks later i went and asked him a question Uh and he's like he's like holy cow i've been marking you absent because i thought you were i you know because i was used to you with the beard yeah and just how different i look it's a big part of your identity yeah so it's kind of it's kind of turned into that people remember the guy with the beard yeah that's true it's it's a good uh it's symbolic some people just see it and they recognize it yeah that's cool. It's kind of like Joe Rogan in his bald head. Exactly. Exactly. That's the bald guy, right? Exactly. Yeah. Bald tattooed guy. The fear factor guy. <laughs> cool, man. Well, I want to take up your whole evening. Oh, I appreciate you yeah. so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you so much. I mean, honestly, this is this has been some of the most fun I've had in a long time, to be honest. Dude, with you. I that's very flattering. I appreciate that. You're welcome, man. Anytime, well, anytime you need someone to come on the show, let me know. I'll come back. Well, um, where do you want people to follow you? Like, give your plug. 
So IamSaltLake.com is going to be the best place. We have all the links right there on the website. We have social media links, uh, all the links to listen to the podcast. And then if you just want to directly find anything on social media, just search I Am Salt Lake. Everything is I Am Salt Lake across the board. And I'm kind of the type that tries to be on all of, all of them, even though I shouldn't. I love that about you, though. You're, that's how I discovered you with Twitter. Yeah. I like how active you are on Facebook with your group. Thank you. You're active on all of them, man. Yeah, I Am Salt Lake community. You can join the, the I Am Salt Lake community. Just search I Am Salt Lake community in, in on Facebook. Facebook. And uh, you'll find it and listen to a podcast. Even if you're not from Utah, look through the back catalog. And if there's something that like catches your eye, like recently we had a guy that an old time shoe shiner guy. Oh, and you, you hear these stories, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't heard about that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people that, you know, outside of Utah still, you know, obviously enjoy it. So a lot of really cool locals out here. Yeah. It's awesome that you're Ex- Exactly. Giving them a platform Thank and highlighting you. those people. It's pretty cool. So yeah, that's it. I am saltlake.com is where I'm gonna send your listeners over to. All right, man. Sounds great. Well, that's all I have for you. Do you have any, <laughs> do you have any last tips? I mean, I, I didn't want to cut you off on your on no, your tips. No, that uh just live life to the fullest, man. You know, the number one thing you hear people say when they're on their deathbed is, I wish I would have tried that. I wish yeah. I would have just done that instead of having fear overcome me of worrying what somebody else would think of you or worrying that you would get made fun of because when you're 80 or 90 and you're ready to say, Hey, you know what? Lights out. I want it. I want that to happen and not have any regrets, man. Chase those ambitions. Exactly. Chase those ambitions. Right on. Cool. Chris. Well, thanks so much. You bet. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Ambitious. Before you go, I just wanted to say, if you enjoy this podcast thoroughly or even just a tiny bit, please consider giving your support with a monthly donation as low as $1. If you go to anchor.fm slash ambitious with two M's, slash support you can become a supporter of this podcast support from you helps me to interview more people from different places and keep providing you with content that's delicious for your ears you can give a dollar a month five dollars ten dollars whatever you choose and if you do i from the bottom of my heart would feel so incredibly grateful you can also follow me on instagram at ammon clough or on twitter to stay up to date with all the new and exciting ambitious projects i have going on my website is ammonclough.com. You can go there to see my pricing, some more of my professional work. I do weddings. I do couples photos. I do single person photos. I do corporate video work, landing videos for small companies. I do a lot. So go check that out. If you need something, let me know. Be sure to check the show notes for this podcast to see any additional information for this episode. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It was so great to be in your ear holes. I love you, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.